Hello. Hello. Welcome to Sit for a Spell, a podcast where we discuss the lore, the traditions, and modern practices of the occult. Learn alongside us as we explore the many ways the witches of today observe their craft. So grab your book of shadows, light your candles. It's time to sit for a spell. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Sit for a Spell podcast. I'm Jess. I'm James. And um, welcome back to welcome another back. day. Another day, another Doug. What does that mean? It's from it, Korg says it in. Um, oh yeah. In, <laughs> uh, I thought it was like a, I don't know, <laughs> like a saying I've never heard before. Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my husband and I say it to each other all the time. And then I think oh, it's double gosh. funny because like our other best friend is like married to a guy named Doug, but. Anyways. We don't call him Doug. We don't. I've been making my mom watch all the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, that woman has no attention span. <laughs> like none. <laughs> we've only we're watching them in chronological order. Yeah. So we've only gotten to we've only gotten to uh Captain Marvel, which is the second movie in chronological order. I was gonna say that's number and two. She doesn't know what's happening. That's funny. I'm like, you're never going <laughs> to... There's 27 yeah. movies to get through. We're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be doing this for years. There's, they're only releasing more movies as we go. I'm the opposite. She wants to. And I think you're the same. We're like... I'll be like, oh, we're just going to turn this on because I've seen it 18 times. And no. Yeah. I'll stop doing whatever I'm doing and watch it. And just sit and watch it. And yeah. then if I want to watch... The other day... My son and I watched all the Avengers movies, just the Avengers ones. And we ended up staying up until like 2 o'clock in the morning because we started Endgame at like 10 o'clock. That movie gets me every freaking time. The two, both of them. It's my favorite one. I can't handle it. We got, we started the chronological order um, just to do it because, I mean, it was the pandemic i wanted to start it i started it before he was born because that was like something i wanted to watch right and Mm -hmm. then i think we got to i think we only watched past iron man 2 which is still a pretty good chunk of movies (laughs) but it's like halfway through yeah no it's not halfway through but like yeah it's because the problem is it's like six or seven movies in right yeah, but the problem is we just keep watching Thor Ragnarok over and over again because it's yeah. the best one. Um, yeah. Or, which is really weird, I watch The Martian a lot <laughs> with Matt Damon. With Matt Damon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I've seen that movie. Why. I've seen it a couple times. I remember listening to the audiobook and I watched the movie. Yeah. It's good. I like it. You could watch to, worse things. Well, I'm not up to breast with what this has totally just popped in my head, but I guess he's he said something horrible recently. Oh yeah. He said that he only recently stopped using the F word, the derogatory word towards gay people. Uh-huh. Because his daughter told him how offensive it was. Ugh. Um he said it was only recently. He's like 50 years old. Like, that's 
Yeah, not, cool. I don't really think there's any excuses anymore, especially for someone who's in the entertain- entertainment industry like he is. Because we don't yeah. see him very much anymore, but he's behind the scenes on like a shit ton of stuff. And so. also, why would you say that? Like, yeah. why would you out yourself like that? <laughs> maybe he, th- I mean, he's a white man, so maybe he thought he was like, hey, look at me. I'm doing something He thought he was good. doing something. <laughs> I'm learning and it's like oh we're just we're learning you're still a horrible person well but if he is learning and he is changing then that's good it is good it's just I'm not going to pat you on the back for doing something you should have been doing this whole time anyway without saying something about yeah it's very easy not to use that word like I just consistently don't use it every day yeah done yeah. Done. What context would you be using it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Who Not knows? A Not a good well, one. Well, speaking of speaking of controversy, okay, <laughs> we're going to talk about we've got a we've got a two parter here. Yeah, two parter. <clears throat> two parter. I sleep with the fan on, so my face rejects You're very, it. Very, <laughs> but very phlegmy. So I apologize okay. all the time. Um. Yes, so have you, as you've seen from the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about star seeds. Yes. Um, star seeds, star people, indigo children, all these are all the same sorts of, you know, fla- different flavors of the same sort of tea. Yeah. Um, we, Jess and I talked about this a while ago mm-hmm. we, when we were coming up for different you know, we t- would like to plan and come up for different things to talk about. And I don't remember who brought it up, but we were just like, have you ever heard of this? And we we're like, mm, not really. Let's kind of maybe offhandedly we'd heard it somewhere, but yeah, I'm not really knowing anything about it. And then we spoke to uh, Megan Elisa during her interview and she had some things to say about it. So then yes. we we're like, okay, we need to t- talk about this. We need to dive in here. So we're going to have, uh, again, two parts. The first part, if you are the kind of person who might be interested in starseeds or might think you have characteristics of a starseed, we're just going to talk about where it comes from, um, the different types of starseeds, and maybe some signs you might be one. Yeah. The second part, we're going to get into the controversies and the the not you know the not so open-minded part of it um because Jess and I are very open-minded people but I think we both have a lot of feelings about this I have a lot of feelings about it yes (laughs) so (laughs) this first part and I have a lot of feelings about it at 9 54 in the morning so I hope those feelings come across and make eloquently yes (laughs) yeah we'll see okay so part one we're just gonna you know just do what we usually do and talk about just um explain what it is and you know give some details okay sources for this episode are medium.com wikipedia insider.com typically topical.com and a website for a psychic sylviasallow.com and she's kind of where I got all of the are you a starseed kind of um, 
characteristics. Cool. Okay. So what is a star seed? Okay. So a star seed is said to be an advanced spiritual being that comes from other planets, even other dimensions, other realms, um, other universes, things like that. Uh-huh. They're said to possess knowledge that goes back hundreds of thousands of years and are mostly benevolent. And they are mostly here to inspire humanity and guide us into the next stage of evolution. Okay. Okay. Good so They're far. also sometimes called indigo children, star people, ancient uh, ast- ancient astronauts. Um, there's even rainbow children, crystal children. Um, I think that might be them. all of them. I'm sure there's more. Can I ask um, a question that you might get to eventually, but I want to know the answer now. Sure. Uh, are these the same as ancient aliens? Um, like, like the quote unquote built the pyramids aliens? Two yes separate, and no. Two separate? No. Mm, some, yes. Kind of. They... Yes, in the way that this is how people explain how, quote-unquote, primitive cultures built such um, grand structures. Oh, okay. And know that people who call themselves ancient aliens or call themselves starseeds don't associate themselves with those. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Thank you. But yes, we do talk about that a little bit later. Okay. Um, Okay, so here we go. So these star people are said to have agreed to come here. They've agreed to come here to bring enlightenment to Earth. Okay. Uh Um, They also sometimes call themselves alien human hybrids. Oh, I like that. That's, yeah. They are said to be the next stage in evolution or even sometimes a walk-in, which is, see, when I think of a walk-in, I think of like, um, what's that movie? What's that movie with Angelina Jolie where like her kid is not her kid? The Changeling. Or like the Changeling, like a Changeling, you know, or like yeah. a spirit takes over someone's body or like. Like a possession kind of thing? A walk-in is like when. It could be the way I kind of read it is like in the womb, your spirit leaves for whatever reason, and a new spirit is replaced. Okay. And that can happen as young as in the womb. It can happen a little older. So, I mean, I always thought of that as like a bad thing, oh. like a trickery yeah. type of thing. But yeah. I guess not everybody does. Like the changeling trickery. Yes, but I could okay. just be misunderstanding. Yeah, definitely. We okay, so anything. Yeah, um, so star seeds is said when they when they uh, agree to come here, they um, sign a spiritual contract that agrees that they will be here and that they will suffer from total amnesia of their true purpose and their true selves. They often go through trauma depression, generally difficult experiences in their upbringing so that they either have a gradual series of realizations or a dramatic awakening that enables them to remember their mission, their origins, their past. Hmm. Basically, like, remember that they are 
starseeds. Yeah. The origins of starseeds, the, not the original origin, but I would say like the origin to uh, mainstream, even not mainstream, I would would just say like white people, Uh um, happened in 1976. There was a book called Gods of Aquarius written by Brad Steiger or Steiger, I think it's Steiger. Uh And his book sold really well. But he have a lot of mixed reviews, some people say, um, which we'll talk about later. But uh, he was also accused of ripping off ideas from Native American and, and indigenous cultures, which we'll get uh, to in part would two. Would be the first time. Yes, exactly. Okay, so types of star seeds. There's like 20 different types. That's a lot. So I just am very lightly going to touch on each one. Um, That's fine. Because there's like, I had, to, I was telling Jess, like, I had to literally stop myself and be like, you could go into like, <laughs> each one of these subtypes has its own, its own history and its own, like the history of the planet. And there's like wars and galactic wars and like, it's like Game of Thrones stuff, it's, you know? Yeah. And, and you have to just. So just, because it's, it hurts my brain and. It hurts so um so you're probably gonna get to this but i'm assuming that and i know you just threw out the words galactic wars and everyone's probably like what the hell or everyone or they're like uh-huh i totally know what those are um i'm assuming they tapped into their consciousness and that's why we know about these things like these star seeds tap into their consciousness that they're not supposed to be able to have and then that's how they, we know so the general consensus i get from my um totally professional research on tiktok <laughs> is that people who rediscover that they are star seeds it happens to them either gradually or abruptly um and then they start to remember things and then some of these people even go so far as to say they are in contact with pe- beings in other dimensions, in other um, realities, on other planets. There is something called the Galactic Federation, which is like the uh, go- like the universal, like UN, like these people who are in charge of all of these planets that all of these people say they come from yeah and they choose people on earth to speak to to bring enlightenment to so it sounds to me like someone either was super stoned and watching star trek (laughs) or gene roddenberry is a star seed one or the other one or the other (laughs) one or the other yeah this book came out in 1976, so well, it's hard I think to say. Star Trek came out before that, so. yeah, you know, yeah. We'll talk about the Galactic Empire in a part two a little bit, but I think you can already get my feelings on this, but yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, for now, we're just going to talk about the types of star people, type of star person you can be. Okay, okay. I will stop. Number one. Time. 
No, no. Ask all the questions you... There's a lot to be questioned. 1966 <laughs> for Star Trek episode. Ten years September before this book 8th. came out. Okay. Ten so years. That's it. I'll that's, stop. A, that's enough time to write a book. Okay? I, if you guys don't know this already... Um, sorry, I don't like to use that word. If you all don't know this already... I am a massive Star Trek fan, like yeah. Trekkie to the max. So, like, goes to the Star Trek conventions. So, a lot of, of this is just, I'm like, you're I've like, this, this sounds before. familiar. Where have I heard this before. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's on Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Keep I'm not even like that big of a Star Trek fan, <laughs> but even when I was reading this, I was like, hmm, <laughs> this, this sounds familiar. Star Trek and Stargate. But, uh, yes, I, will st- I, I used will to watch Stargate refrain. a lot. I'm going to refrain. I'm going to back away. I'm going to let you continue. Yes, we're going to have at the end of episode two. This is why it's a two-parter because I. Yes, we're going yeah. to have a time for us to just sort of unleash our thoughts. So different types. We're going to get through them. We're going to talk about them. We can uh, ask questions as we go. I'm just um, going to tell you what they're called kind of where they're from, their purpose, and maybe a couple little uh, characteristics of each. Okay? Okay. So, number one, this is probably the one people mostly hear about, have talked about, maybe, uh, you know, identify with. Uh-huh. Palladians. Okay? So, these people come from Pleiades, and that's a star cluster known as the Seven Sisters in the Taurus constellation. This constellation is only about 100 million years old, which is relatively young compared uh-huh. to the rest of the universe. Yes. They are said to be the record keepers. And they are said to have come to Earth to help the human race evolve into what is called the Golden Age. It's said that they exist in the fifth dimension and are skilled in arts and healing. Um, Someone who might be a Palladian, might be into Reiki, might be a therapist, might be into crystal healing, things like that. Mm -hmm. They are also um, supposedly the most advanced of these star people and um, might some consider them the next step in evolution, yeah. but here's where that gets problematic. They also have said are said to look very Nordic, light skin, light hair, blue eyes. Don't like it. Um, long hair, very tall and slim, and nope. very nope. Uh, white. Nope. No, thank you. So first, those of are all, the top. No, I keep going. Those are the top tier. Okay. <laughs> So yes, we won't. No, keep going. I'm. Hold on. I need a notebook. I need to write this. (laughs) (laughs) I need. You know, I have a phone right here. I'm just. (laughs) Okay. Write stuff down. Okay. Keep going. Number two, the Syrians. Okay, so these, um, this this these people, I guess. I don't know what how else to refer to them. Um, they come from Alpha Canis Majoris, mm-hmm. or the Sirius Dog Star. It's like the brightest star one. in the night sky. Mm-hmm. And Sirius is said to be a water planet and supposed to house dolphins, whales, mer people, things like that. There's also a theory that dolphins and whales are actually from Sirius. I, I don't doubt it. Yeah. 
Um, they, they vibrate at an incredibly high non-physical 6D frequency. They are peacekeepers and the guardians. They watch over our evolution and guide us in times of turbulence, which like, where are you now? Come on. I know. Come on. Now's now. the time. Now's the time. They, their purpose is to bring harmony and love and peace. They, um, if someone who might consider themselves a Syrian would be someone who lives a simple but very spiritual life, someone who is very open-minded, a very loyal friend, someone who is not afraid to be silly or funny, someone who is very attracted to animals or likes to save animals or people, someone who is well-adjusted and calm. Okay, those are Syrians. I think this Next. one would be me. From the <laughs> two that I've heard. From the two, yeah. <laughs> and another thing I will say about this is it's all it's very vague. Everything is very vague. It just it seems like personality tropes. Yes, like like astrology. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Okay, Artur Arcturians are the next one. They come from Arcturus inside the Bootes constellation. They are born leaders. They have strong personalities. They are also said to be ahead of uh, humans in terms of evolution. They only exist in the fifth dimension. They are emotionally, mentally, and physically advanced. Their purpose here is to um, help us advance and innovate in terms of architecture and uh, those types of things. Mm -hmm. They want to move the world into a brighter future. Cute. Okay, next is the Andromedons. Andromedans, they come from our galactic neighbor, Andromeda. They are said to be pure energy, almost childlike. They're quiet warriors, and that their purpose is only known to themselves. We don't know what their purpose is, only they know. They exist into they exist in all forms up to the twelfth dimension. They are empathetic, creative, and introverted. Next, we have Orion. Uh, they come from probably the what, most well known of the constellation, Orion. You know, like mm -hmm. Orion's belt. Yeah. They are said to be very secretive and highly logical. They are the opposite of Andromedans. They are very task oriented. They may come off as cold. They are very advanced in the fields of science, technology, and medicine and are here to sort of help us advance in those fields. Okay. Okay. Next we have rainbow, indigo, and crystal children. So these are sort of like the quote-unquote new kids on the block. Mm -hmm. They were born here in the physical realm, but they still remember that they are star people. They remember their mission. They remember their past. Um, they're sort of born just knowing. Yeah. Okay. Their collective mission, they all work together is to move humanity out of control, fear, greed, and manipulation, which is where we are said to currently live as a collective, into love, peace, integrity, cooperation, and abundance. Hmm. 
you can be an indigo, rainbow, or crystal child and also be any of the ones that were previously mentioned. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you can be a mix. Most indigo children were born between the 50s and the 80s. Most crystal children were born between the 80s and the 90s. Why? Um, mm, that's what, because... Because they were hippies, <laughs> so they matched. Like, you know what? Keep going. Because <laughs> that's, that's what they say. Keep it going. Know. Okay. Rainbow children. They didn't give a timeline for when rainbow children were born. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like, if the 90s was a long time ago. Like, that's 30 it years. What a time ago. What's the name of the people who come after that? Yeah. I know. Um, rainbow children are said to be the first incarnation. They have zero karmic debt and are fully aware of their capabilities. Hmm. The next one we have are light workers. These are considered star nomads. They don't come from one planet, one star system or one realm. They come from, they don't settle anywhere. Okay. I guess they are, Their only purpose is to help others evolve, which seems unhealthy to me, but that's that. They are highly intuitive. They are sometimes called old souls. They experience a lot of trauma early in their life, Mm -hmm. and they um, are gifted in lucid dreaming and astral projection. Yeah. So... Before we get into the back half of this thing, let's take a little break. Okay. Hello, Sit for a Spell listeners. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? With everything going on in the world right now, James and I have been feeling the stress and have been experiencing extra anxiety. And we know a lot of you have been feeling the same way, which is why BetterHelp, that's better, H-E-L-P, may be right for you. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. That's right, Jess. And did you know you can start communicating in under 48 hours? Now, BetterHelp is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is actual professional counseling done securely online. There's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available to you in your area. The -hmm. service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get a timely and thoughtful response. Plus, you can schedule weekly or video phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if and when you ever need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available, which is huge in the COVID-19 world. It's awesome. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell. That's better H E L P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people are using better help that they're hiring new counselors in all 50 States. Yeah. Get on that. Mm -hmm. Get on this too. special offer for sit for a spell listeners. You get 10% off your first month at, betterhelp.com slash sit for a spell that's better h-e-l-p dot com slash 
fit for a spell. And we are back. We're back. Okay. So here we go. This back half of these um, types of whatever, what are they called? Star people. Okay. Lumerian and Atlantan. So these two are believed to be the first ever star seeds. Lumeria was a large continent on Earth that sank under the Indian Ocean eons ago. Okay. And Atlantis, which we've all heard of, yeah, uh, is a city of legend, which was also said to be taken by the sea. Yeah. Um, both of these were um, advanced civilizations with advanced beings, and they were destroyed by the reptilians. Okay? There's bad guys here. I was I was following along until then. <laughs> yeah, reptilians. We'll get to them. Um, they are also one of the types of star person you can be. Okay. Okay. The Maldex. The uh, Malden is said to be an ancient planet that existed in our solar system before Earth is or became what it is today. It was destroyed because people started relying too much on technology. The they became lazy, they became sick and riddled with disease. So some of them relocated to Earth, and they are supposed to be here to try, kind of teach us those lessons that they've learned and help us make better choices. Okay, which doesn't seem to be going so well. No, it seems to be going the opposite direction. Yeah, the next ones are the Lyrans and the Feline. So they are, um, <clears throat> Lyrans are ancient and extinct star people. Okay. They aren't supposed to exist anymore. All right. They um, were similar to nope. Nope. Keep ancient going. Egyptians. Hmm. <laughs> and the Lyrans and the felines are said to have lived on a planet called Vega, which is the brightest planet in the Lyra constellation. Mm. They brought the element of fire and farming to the Atlanteans and the Lumerians. Nice. And they are said to be authoritative, wise, serious, passionate, and quiet. Nice. Next we have blue rays. Not blue rays. Not like DVDs. Yeah. Blue rays. I would, I mean, I picture like a manta ray, but I think they're supposed to be like, like like lights, like blue lights. Um, they are highly sensitive, highly empathic, said to be a mix of um, star seeds from ascended planets and light realms. Okay. Mm, and your guess is as good as mine. Is <laughs> um, their purpose isn't to heal, but to form like for like communities. So they are. Um, mostly just here, like, set the stage for other star people to come and ensure that those star people kind of work together. They're sort of yeah. like the regional managers, I'm guessing. You know, they, like, set up these offices and you just come here and all work together. <laughs> Next, we have the Venusians. They are said to come from Venus. Yeah. And the theory is that long ago, Venus once, ho- once housed life. Ooh. And... Uh, this was long before Earth became habitable, and it was very clear that life does not always equal humans, which makes sense, that they are some form of life, whatever that means. Yeah. They are also known as Hathors, 
Um, and they're here to teach us love. Aww. And Hathor is also the name of an ancient Egyptian goddess of motherhood and fertility. Next, we have the baddies, okay? Not like Instagram baddies, like That's the bad exactly guys. Yeah. They didn't come up with a better name. <laughs> like the bad people. These are the these are the villains. Okay. Okay. Number one is um, reptilians. We've all heard of reptilians, I think, especially lately, especially when you're talking about something like a politician. Yeah. They are dark star seeds. They're said to be shapeshifters. They are here only to obtain control for their own selfish benefits. Mm. They're manipulative and selfish. They're here to deplete the planet of resources and commit crimes against humanity. Also a little bit anti-Semitic, which not a little bit, a lot of it. And we'll talk about that in part two. Um, the next one is <laughs> Draconian. <laughs> This is what I was going through when I was researching yeah, this. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is why I kept being like, what? Okay, wait, wait, hold on. And then just yeah. going down another rabbit hole. The Draconians are the last one here. Okay. They, um, they're also called Dracos, like Draco Malfoy. Yeah. They uh, come from the Draco constellation. The North Star or Thuban is in the Draco constellation. Okay. They are a subrace of the reptilians and are associated with dragons. Aww. Which is kind of fun. That is fun. They are some of them are here to help humanity, but others that are said to be less evolved are intent on harnessing resources for their own personal power and gain. Both reptilians and draconians are said to be power and money hungry, mm. commanding and confident. They can, um, they're adaptable and can blend in with most personality types to kind of like hide in plain sight, I think. Yeah. They have high physical stamina. They're very guarded and they dislike authority. Mm. Okay. So those are all the types. I think there's like yeah. 18 or 19 of them. Okay. Now lot. we're going to just talk about some signs that you might yourself be a starseed. Okay. If you feel like these, this is the sounds great to you. This is a thing you want to get into. Um, here we go. Are you a starseed? Are you a starseed? Number one, feeling like a black sheep. You know, you don't fit in. You've never felt like you fit in anywhere. You feel like an alien, even amongst your own family and friends. You are searching for a sense of belonging. That's like the biggest one. Right? Okay. Number two is fascination with the stars. You um, stargaze a lot. You daydream a lot. You find yourself just looking at the sky a lot. Next one is a strong imagination. You imagine things that you've never seen or that you believe other people may not have ever seen. Yeah. You take a long time to adapt or you're unable to adapt in with other people, other situations, um, jobs, relationships, society in general. Yeah. Um, the next one is strange interests. If you find yourself having strange or uh, non-mainstream interests, that can be a sign. You f um, are drawn 
to animals or animals are drawn to you? Is there, it's said that like animals can sense when someone is a star seed and they kind of, they like that. They like hmm. the vibrations. Yeah. Someone who is good with technology, um, which, so basically like anyone Tech under the savvy. age of 60. <laughs> <laughs> you are a night owl. You stay up all night. Um, you prefer the nighttime. It probably goes back to like the stargazing stuff, you know, yeah. you see the stars. Yeah. You have a fascination with ancient civilizations. Hmm. Um, some say, like we talked about for a minute, like some say ancient civilizations were built because of aliens and because of ancient beings and things like that. Huh. That could be a reason why you were drawn to them. Yeah. You have one of the clairs, so clairaudient, clairvoyant, claircognizant, you know, there, I think there's like five or six of them. Yeah. You have some sort of ability, some sort of sixth sense that um, mm. most people don't have access to. And the last one that people talk about all the time is feeling homesick for a place that you've never been. Mm. Just feeling homesick in general, even if yeah. you're home, even if you're in your home that you've lived in your entire life, you feel a sense of longing. You feel homesick. Okay. So those are all the signs of being a starseed. If you feel like those things um, apply to you and you feel like one of these um, types that we talked about sort of represent you, they sort of uh, feel good when you think about them. Mm-hmm. You might be a star seed, maybe, if you are, if you're open to it, if you're into it. Now, that is all I have for this episode. Okay. Um, it's a pretty quick episode. We just want to just quickly go over yeah, it. Yeah, like the introduction. Hmm. Like the introduction. Like the intro. It's an introduction, basically. Yeah, and if you um are like totally on board, you're like super into it, you're onto it, like go for it. I do what I would advise that you listen to part two, because we are going to talk about some things that are controversial and problematic about the star seeds and the star seed community. Yeah. So definitely listen to that one, but that's it for this one. That's it for now. Okay. Okay. I'm still. Jess is like literally <laughs> biting her tongue. So, <laughs> be sure to listen le next week if you want to hear us uh, hear everything Jess has been dying to say for the past forty minutes. My face is pink, <laughs> I'm like holding my breath. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't. The nature of this podcast is for us to not be close-minded, you know. Yeah, and. I feel that I am an extremely open-minded person. Like if you came up yes. to me and you listed like evidence of why you think aliens built the pyramids, I'd be like, fine. Okay. Right. Like, yeah, let's go. But this is kind of testing my boundaries. I feel, I feel the same. Um, not on its face, yeah. you know, like he, I think if you, were just to sort of give us a general overview of what a star seed could be. Yeah. I could see myself saying, okay, like, sure. Mm -hmm. I could see that. But the more I look into it and 
the more I see people, the types of people who call themselves starseeds, it, the more it rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And then, we will talk about that. And the thing that's two. really, I think, giving me this brain block is, and I know I said it before, and I, it kind of seems a little superficial because it could go either way, really. But it's how similar all of these things are to shows that are already out there, you know? Yes. Like, like uh-huh. Star Trek and, and Stargate, very specifically. So it's, yeah. it's confusing. It's confusing to my brain. Um, yes. Yeah. That's all. That okay. So be listen, be sure to listen in part two because we will yeah. be talking about this more in depth, um, and we will, like I said, give you a little more backstory on Brad Steiger and um, a couple of other people, and the Starseed community in general, mostly on TikTok. It seems to live, and uh, yeah, a little more history in the Native American side and uh, kind of how it's gotten to where it is today. Okay. But be sure. Don't worry, Jess. You're going to get it out. (laughs) She's like wringing her hands. (laughs) But thank you for listening. Um, If you do find yourself, this this is calling you, um, definitely listen to part two because we don't want to, like we said, like Jess said, we don't want to be closed-minded. We just want to make sure that things aren't getting twisted and not... Don't get it twisted. Not being used for, I don't know, just icky reasons. So it's it's just icky, right? Just feels a little icky. So thank you for listening, and um, be careful. Yeah, out there, cases are up all around the globe. It's getting gross again. So uh, I don't think it ever stops being gross. But I saw a a, a Instagram story. It might have been a TikTok. And someone was like, man, how close were we to precedented times? <laughs> we were so close. <laughs> yeah, so close. <laughs> so just wear a mask, get vaccinated if you can, uh, stay home as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, just be safe in general. Take care of each other. Be nice to each other. Yeah, be nice. Okay. And okay. Uh, we'll see you next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sit for a Spell. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on all social media at Sit for a Spell Pod. If you have anything you would like us to discuss or want to share your own practices, please email us at sitforaspellpod at gmail.com. Until next time, blessed, blessed be. be.